Welcome to The Application, the go-to, how-to podcast for higher education marketers. I'm your host, Allison Tercio, Assistant Vice President of Enrollment and Marketing at Siena College. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is packed with practical tips and actionable advice to help you elevate your marketing game. In each snackable episode, we bring in experts to share their insights and experience on the topics that matter most to you. Got a question or idea you'd like us to cover? Email team at enrollify.org or reach out to me on Twitter or LinkedIn. The application is part of the Enrollify Podcast Network. And if you like this show, you'll definitely want to check out our other higher ed focused podcasts on admissions, tech, marketing, and more. They're packed with stories, ideas, and tools to help you be the best in your field. All right, it's time for the show. This episode's topic is all about the power of community events, and our guest is Cynthia Martinez from the University of Maryland. Cynthia is the Senior Director for Brand Marketing, and she leads the development and execution of all university-wide promotional campaigns, and she is also responsible for Maryland Day, the university's annual grassroots event that welcomed 86,000 people to campus in 2019. I am so excited to learn more about this, Cynthia. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Allison, I'm excited to talk about Maryland Day and, and how others can incorporate something similar as well. Great. Let's start with a high-level question. Why do you feel grassroots community events are important things for colleges to consider? Yeah, grassroots events are, I would say they're, they're essential, right? And, and they're essential for, for different stakeholders. So it depends on if you're targeting a prospective student, if you're targeting, targeting your alumni, if you're targeting prospective donors. Uh, it really is an opportunity to connect directly. There are a lot of tools and a lot of outlets that universities uh, and colleges have, but it is essential to showcase uh, what the university is doing to benefit your local surrounding neighbors, the state, and also how the work that the students and faculty are doing to impact the world. I feel like this is such an underutilized strategy at colleges. Why do you think that is? Uh, First of all, the work that it entails, right? Uh, I think that is a huge driver for it. In addition, the budget, right? So a lot of times we're scrapping for dollars for our marketing campaigns or for new programs or for new research. And uh, a grassroots event, uh, especially of this magnitude, of the magnitude that, that Maryland Day is, it does require a lot of that. You know, it's not a cheap event, right, I'll I'll say, and and you do have to invest, but it's not a revenue generating event either. So it is important to have that understanding that the investment that is going into a grassroots event needs to have um, that understanding from the senior leadership as well that we're not making money from this in that aspect, but we could potentially be having our return on investment come in other ways. That could be students that were interested in attending, making that decision to attend. That could be alumni that are coming back with their families that in turn value what the university is is doing for our local communities and want to donate, right? So I, I think there's other ways to approach it. Also with our community neighbors, right? A lot of times uh, with, with institutions uh, of all sizes, you're a disruption to the neighborhood, right? So in our, in our perspective, in our, on our end, you know, we're a big 10, you know, power five school. 
and we have football games and basketball games and we have students who when those teams are winning they like to take their celebrations on the road right so a traffic that comes into the area so sometimes um, universities can be seen as uh, more of a disruptor to the average community member that's not affiliated with the university so by demonstrating what the university is doing to better our lives to better our communities to showcase what um, what the future could be like it allows us to, to show the community like hey we're in this together and we're doing look at all the work that's happening to to improve uh, our everyday so it sounds like indirectly at least it supports revenue driven strategies and goals at a college and then definitely it sounds like it clearly can help with goals related to community building and to marketing marketing and brand reputation talk talk me through those a little bit more absolutely and i would say um from the brand perspective right it's a unique opportunity to really bring your life your brand to life right a lot of times you know, you're out in the community, you see your your advertisements on buses, on billboards, on the radio, but what does, how does that really translate? It's a yeah. lot of words, you know? Show, so, show versus tell. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So in an event like Maryland Day, uh, we invite, the university invites the community to come here and to understand like right now, you know, we are, um, our our core brand is, is fearlessly forward, right? So the University of Maryland is dedicated to being fearlessly forward. And what does that mean? That is the work that's being done to combat the grand challenges of our time. So when a when a constituent, whether, you know, whatever, whatever area you're in, steps onto campus on a day like Maryland Day, you're able to see what fearlessly forward really means, how that impacts you as an individual being a member of our, of our community, whether it be an alum or so on, but really being able to see how the university is really bringing that to life. And I think it's a unique opportunity because uh, it, it's, I, I do feel very fortunate that here at the University of Maryland, we do invest in an event similar to as such as Maryland Day, because it does allow us to kind of put our money where our words are, right? And, and it allows individuals to really see that, you know, we really are impacting and, and our, our faculty and our, our students, they're amazing, right? And and they're demonstrating that and how they're going to go out into the world and really make it a better place. And I know that sounds very cliche-ish, but it is very, very true, Allison, just based off of, I mean, I've, I've been able to learn so much from being able to see what's happening on Maryland Day, right? And in my role right now, I'm responsible for the leadership of the event, for the operations of the overall event, and also our, our marketing campaign, right? So there's a lot that I'm able to touch. And that's also unique. A lot of times uh, on the brand marketing side, you know, you have an events team that's doing this, you have another team that's doing this, but to be able to influence all of that and make it all fit together is, is it's a phenomenal opportunity that, that I'm very grateful to have here at the university. Yeah, in my experience, whenever you can put students out front to share their thing and what they're working on, it's a huge plus. So it sounds like that's one of the ways that you've structured Maryland Day. So tell us a bit about Maryland Day and how it got started, and especially how were leadership convinced to invest in this? I mean, to your point, this must take a lot of resources to pull off. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's, uh, I think that the benefit that we've had, you know, here at, at UMD 
this event is now going into its 25th year, right? Wow. Which is it's, impressive. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. And, you know, it's, it's really one of the best days that we have on campus that really everyone feels they're a part of. And with this event in particular, I think we were very fortunate because back in 1999, our incoming president at the time was really focused on, hey, you know, we're the flagship institution of the state of Maryland, right? Um, how are you going to connect with the community if they don't know who you are, they don't know what you do, and they don't know what is like what life is like here. So it was really uh, his vision, and I think we were very fortunate. You know, I have not been here for 25 years, but um, I think the campus community was very fortunate to have this visionary leader that really wanted to invest in this type of grassroots community event. Yeah, well, and I think that's something schools of all sizes and types have in common. We all want to have impact and connection with our local community. So mm-hmm. this seems like an ideal way to make that happen. Absolutely. And and it, and it proved to be, you know, in that first year, um, they had, I think, like over 3,000 volunteers that came together to help bring this event to life, right? And fast forward 25 years later, uh, Allison, we have 8,000 volunteers, right, that we work with on Maryland Day. We are in the tens of thousands of people that come to the event, and we have over 300 individual events that happen on Maryland Day. And, you know, the campus is divided into five different neighborhoods. So we we have our central area, which is called Turp Town Center, which is kind of like the heart of campus. It's on our mall. And um, our mall is actually uh, one of the largest university malls in the country, right? So it's, it's kind of very fitting to be there. Uh, but also we have other areas dedicated to engineering, to arts, to sports, uh, as well as ag, right? Agriculture and natural resources, which in addition to the vision that we had of our president at the time, um, Dr. Mote, uh, the university back in 1856 began as an agricultural college, right? So they did something very much at a smaller scale called Ag Day, right? So that was also something that kind of morphed and kind of was baked into Maryland Day. Um, So I definitely want to give credit to our uh, College of Agriculture and Natural Resources because that event started, I would say, just short of 100 years ago, right? So um, they were doing that. and Yeah, so it's a lot of history. history. Absolutely. There's a lot of history. And, uh, you know, for, for us, as this event continues to evolve, you know, when we, you know, with new presidencies, you never know, Allison, kind of what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. And we're very fortunate that, you know, the, the successor of Dr. Moat, uh, Dr. Lowe, believed in the event and carried it on. And our current president, um, President uh, Daryl Pines, he also um, was interested in keeping the event on because I, you know, when we, they were doing their presidential search, I was like, oh, my goodness, if we get someone that's not, you know, is Maryland Day going to go away? It's something that I've grown to love. And also, you know, sweat a lot about it, right? A lot of love, love and sweat going into there. But it was something that, you know, with with President Pines, when he came on board as well, when he assumed his leadership, he was totally for it. And, you know, he's the first one out there because uh, last year was actually his first in-person Maryland Day, Maryland Day event. And President Pines was the first one out there greeting all the volunteers, getting carrying That's boxes. Awesome. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to see him out there and to, to feel that energy. And it just energized our our team that was out there working as well, because it's not just I have to be out here working like even our president is out here making it happen. So it's a beautiful, beautiful day. Time for a pop quiz. What keywords does your website rank for? 
What doesn't it rank for that you think it should? What are a few opportunities you could be winning on if you just tweet some website copy on your .edu? Okay, how'd you do? Not great, that's okay, because our friends at DD Agency want to answer all of those questions for you, and then some. DD Agency is a higher ed specific marketing technology agency that has conducted countless SEO audits for colleges and universities across the country. In these audits, they detail where you currently rank, what you could be ranking for, exactly how copies should be tweaked on web pages, and much more. If this sounds like something you could benefit from, give those folks a ping and be sure to mention that Enrolled High sent you to claim a 10% discount on any of their SEO offerings. Head on over to enrollify.org slash DDASEO or simply follow the link in the show notes below that will guarantee you get a 10% discount off of your audit. Head on over to enrollify.org slash DDASEO to learn more. Well, he probably had the easiest decision in it because you'd already proved the worth over the years. So there, there's a proof of concept thing, it sounds like, happening too. What are some of people's favorite things to do on Maryland Day? Like, tell us about some of the features that people really look forward to. Yeah, so we have a lot of, I, I would call, classify as classic Maryland Day events, right? So uh, again, not to hit you with a cliche, Allison, but we do have something for everyone. We really do, right? It and, does sound and- <laughs> like, I mean, clearly you appeal to a lot of different interests, Absolutely. which might be one of the recipes for an event like this to making it work well. Yeah, because you want to tap into everything the campus offers, right? So there's so many things that happen on a college campus, right? So many student groups, you know, so many, just a lot of a lot of different things that are going on. And, uh, you know, some of our, you know, annual favorites, I would say, uh, I, this is one of my personal favorites as well as our Department of Entomology. Uh, they bring out their creepy critters and <laughs> everything as such, and you can, you can, have tarantulas walk on you and twig bugs and it's it's not for everyone but it is one of our most popular events you know our Maryland uh, football team hosts their annual spring game on Maryland day so it's a great opportunity for our core kind of football fans to come out and really see get a preview of what the fall team is going to look like right so oh cool mm-hmm. yeah so we have that you know our 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 performing arts um our performing arts center hosts over 35 performances on Maryland Day as well. So that is also a a huge attendance driver as well. You know, we have our uh, engineering group that that place is always, always, always packed. And of course, our our College of Agriculture and Natural Resources team, I mean, they have uh, equestrian shows and just a lot of different things. And one of their most popular areas as well as you can get free plants. So people come and they load up on plants and, and they're able to kind of go and, and continue that and create kind of a sustainable um, food source, you know, in their own backyards. Right. So so there's a little bit of everything there. And um, it is a fantastic day where we uh, welcome everyone to kind of come in and, and be a part of it. And I will say as well, one of the things that's very important for us, Allison, is that, you know, with our event, you know, going into now its 25th year, you do have to continue to innovate, right? Because you could come to Maryland Day 10 years ago, and if you come to Maryland Day now, I think there's a lot of similarities, but we also work very hard on trying to make it 
different, trying to attract new audiences. Uh, you know, more is not always better, right? So we, we try to make sure that the teams that we work with across campus, for, for example, like I lead a planning committee of 100 stakeholders on wow. campus. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> 100 stakeholders on campus. And this is, you name it, they're on this committee. So departments, you know, schools and colleges, dining, uh, the you know public safety, everybody's represented on this committee. And, you know, when we work with them very closely, we try to get them to, we, tra we challenge them to try to make sure that, you know, you can, we don't want coloring pages of turtles, right? Of, of, our, of our mascot, of Testudo the mascot, right? I mean, that's, that's a great activity, but we need to do a little bit more. So we, we do challenge them to think about that. Uh, and also I, I will add, you know, just as a challenge for ourselves as well, you know, when I started doing Maryland Day, um, you know, I joined the University of, of Maryland in 2016, and I was thrown right into Maryland Day, right? So it happens every fourth Sunday, Saturday, actually, um, every fourth Saturday in April, because Sundays I'm like knocked out sleeping all day. Oh, so I that's bet. Why. <laughs> and for the whole rest of the week? For the whole, for the whole rest of the week. So that's why I'm like Sunday, because that's like my, my Maryland Day, right? When I'm home. Um, <laughs> that's Cynthia. Maryland day. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But, um, you know, with, with all of that to be said, it's just you have to continue to innovate. And I will say, Allison, when I first got here, what I noticed for 2017's edition that there really wasn't a lot of current student participation. And I can only speak from 2017 right on because th those were the events that I experienced. And in 2017, um, you know, I got I went through the motions, you know, I figured it out, you know, and then I was I made my list. I was like, OK, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to change this. You know, we got to make this better. We got to you know, incorporate this. Let's talk to this group about this. So there was a lot of things that I had on my list. But one of my priorities was engaging current students and, you know, how we approach that. We also evolved our, our creative. Right. So our creative was beautiful, very um there a lot of illustrations, uh, but it really uh, kind of geared was kind of geared toward a more kind of family oriented audience, which our current our current artwork still has that re reflection of that. But we also tried to make it more appealing, right? We tried to make sure that some of our campus partners were thinking about these current students and how do we get them there? Like we wanted them to come and not just say oh, it's Saturday and, you know, my, my department chair is inviting me to, to volunteer. We wanted them to come on their yeah. own. So we focused on that quite a bit. It sounds to me like there's a few things that goes into this recipe for a really successful event. You've got to get buy-in, right, all the way through leadership level and then down through the people that you're collaborating with, all the stakeholders that help to pull this off, getting students involved. You mentioned a marketing campaign. What, what other advice would you give to colleges and universities that are considering organizing an event like this? Yeah, I, I will say my first approach would be, what are you looking to accomplish, right? Because it needs to be more than getting people to come to campus, yeah. right? For you know, what? And to what end? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, um, you know, when sometimes people think about those gatherings and they compare to, for instance, universities that have homecoming celebrations, right? Like people are already coming to campus, you know, they're enjoying this, they're, they're, we're connecting alumni and students, that's great, but it's a different atmosphere, right? Homecoming has a different, you know, there's a different connotation associated with homecoming. 
But like with, with Maryland Day, uh, for example, it's just really what are you looking to accomplish? And I think that is the first question. And, you know, it, once you decide what you're looking to accomplish, you know, as you mentioned, Allison, I think the key is that buy-in, right? Yeah. So getting people to, to get on board because, you know, I sit in the central marketing and communications uh, unit on campus and, you know, we all are a part of Maryland Day, right? So I, I have the fortune of leading the effort, but there's no one in our office that doesn't contribute to the event in some form or fashion, right? So understanding is that-, that the, mm-hmm. Is that one of the important things do you think? Do you think one of the reasons you've been able to sustain this success is that the marketing department is so involved in the leadership of this event? I think that's a huge driver. I think it's a huge driver. I think it also helps to know that Uh, Our president is a huge supporter of the event. Uh, That is also um, very helpful there. But I think with a lot of central marketing and communications units across institutions, you are looked at as the experts on campus, right? So you have a lot of the schools and colleges that will come and they'll consult you on things and you guide them. And I think when we, there's just a, a caliber of work. And, you know, I, I will say, Allison, in, in, all, as, in all sincerity, I'm so impressed every day by the work of the team here in the Office of Marketing and Communications at at the University of Maryland, because just the level and how we we kind of crank things out and what we do and how thoughts come together. Yeah. So I am swagger. Absolutely. 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 And, you know, I'm very grateful to be a part of this team. And of course, this wouldn't be able to be done without them. But you have to have that buy in and you really have to have the reasons why, you know, and I've had the opportunity to talk to other institutions across the country that were considering something similar. Right. And we, we go through the motions. We talk. Once I start explaining to them, like everything that goes into it, they're like, well, maybe we won't be able to do it this year. And I was like, listen, come to the event. You know, I, I'm happy to welcome you, you know, um, and to check it out, see what it's all about. And however I can help you, you know, definitely. And, you know, one one other piece of advice, if I may, Allison, is for, you know, I, I know there's individuals that currently do something similar or some type of grassroots events. Uh, on, on their campus. But I do think for that group, kind of what we talked about a little bit earlier is you have to figure out how you can continue to evolve so your event doesn't yeah. get stale and uh, you have renovated kind of it re- re- renewed interest, actually, I should say, in the event. And, um, you know, that could be many different ways, right? One of the one of the things that we did locally here you know, where we sit, we're right, um, we're right outside of Washington, D.C., right? We're four and a half miles outside of Washington, D.C. So that is where we kind of are considered in the D.C. metro, but we're not a D.C. school, right, if that makes sense, right? So we're here, but we're like right outside in Maryland. Um, so we wanted to penetrate that audience. So we've worked hard on that as well. Obviously, our, our, our community, our local community, the city of College Park, Prince George's County, that is also a priority audience for us that we wanted to make sure we were we were getting involved in. And also we introduced Spanish language advertising as well. Right. So that was also something that we wanted to make sure because surrounding our campus, you know, there are heavy, heavy pockets of uh, members of, of the Latina community here. So we wanted to make sure that we were able to communicate with them as well, right? They also are part of our community and we also wanted them to to come to the event as well. So you always have to consider um, what can we do to consider continue evolving, which I think is key to success. 
I don't know if everyone else caught that, but I think we all just got invited to Maryland Day this year. <laughs> you didn't know you were coming on the podcast and getting an invite. I think we're all invited now. Cynthia said so. Come check it out for ourselves. It sounds like fun. That'd be yeah. awesome. All right, I have one more question for you, Cynthia. Sure, sure. What is the very first step our listeners should take after listening and hearing all this great stuff that you're doing with Maryland Day? Maybe can you give one step for those who are just considering taking on some kind of event like this? And then maybe one for people who have been doing this for a while. Yeah, I, I would say if, if you're considering doing the event, um, I would say, you know, obviously, in addition to understanding what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve, I think one thing that's very important is to consider your market and what else is happening there, right? Making sure that if this some this is something that that you're going to do, how can it? What else is happening in the community? But how can this elevate your brand? Like, what can you do to bring your brand to life, right? And I think. Being able to kind of have that tie-in is going to help for, um, you know, getting that buy-in as well, right? Because as, as we talked about a little bit earlier, it's more than just your, the words that you're putting out in the community, right? This is an opportunity to welcome these priority groups that, that are part of your community and having them interact and connect and really reach out and touch your brand, I think, is key ultimately and how um what they what they what the individuals will walk away from so i think being able to have that brand tie-in in addition to the buy-in i think is is going to be key for sure for sure and um for those of you that are doing events um you know making sure i would also consider if this is something that you know you've been doing for some time um understand that you're not going to get to eighty-six thousand people overnight Right. So if you are looking to welcome people to campus and I mean, my goal, Allison, is I want to hit that 100K. Right. That is where, where wow. I'm leaning for. I <laughs> believe you can do it. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Right. But um, it is understanding that it takes time to build. It's an evolution. Right. It is an evolution. And nothing starts, you know, at, at this level, especially yeah. in our industry. Nothing is going to start at this level, welcoming tens of thousands of, of individuals. Yeah. It takes time. I imagine, I mean, you, you're doing marketing campaigns and advertising, but I imagine that this has really built, been built organically over time and word of mouth about the event has helped fuel that organic growth. Absolutely. That, that's a key driver for us is that word of mouth and just people that have a wonderful experience that are able to share it with their neighbors. I can't tell you how many times I go in the, in the drive around the area and I see people wearing their Maryland day shirts and it just makes me smile. Right. Because it is people, people do, uh, they do appreciate that. You know, we always give out these um, branded tote bags at, at the beginning of the event at our information booth. And, you know, I see them at the grocery stores. I see them all over town and I'm like, like hey. hey, that's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always like, are you coming to Maryland Day? It's April 29th, you know, yeah. and, and they're always like, oh, they think I'm a little weird because I'm just jumping on them for a bag. But um, but it is a, it is it's a pride point. It's definitely a pride point. And would the advice for people who are doing something like this, maybe on a smaller scale than what you're seeing at Maryland, but it's a tradition that they've been running over years, is your advice to them to stay fresh, keep innovating? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly right, Allison, because um, you don't want to get stale, right? And yeah. it's very easy. I mean, and, and we can a actually think about that too in, in our marketing campaigns, right? Yeah. If we're always yeah. using the same media mix, if we're always using the same tactics, if you know our editorial team and our comms team are always talking about the same things, like that is not gonna, you have to continue like highlighting that information and, and making sure that it's all in sync and, and you're constantly, constantly, um, you know, reinventing the event without changing the essence, which is the key, right? So yeah. you, you you have to maintain that balance Both because, and. yep, because people have come to expect a certain level of whatever you're producing, right? And you want to make sure you can deliver on that, but also incorporate some other areas. So, you know, one of the things really quickly that we've been doing as well is, you know, there's a lot of um, partnership in the area as well that that's happening just surrounding you know in our in our college park area here and you know we're introducing that to to maryland day as well so people can understand that hey you know we have this great area this you know research park called discovery district sure it's disrupting your you know you're hearing the drilling you're hearing the construction you're seeing the cranes you have all these you know traffic issues that are happening but in the long run it's going to benefit us in so many ways right so being able to explain certain things on um, on this day um, is very beneficial to us. And of course, you know, everyone comes for different reasons. You might want to go to the football game. You might want to go to the Performing Arts Center. You might want to come on the main stage and enjoy the student performances, you know. So there's a lot of things that you can do, but just understanding that this is your your brand, a huge brand touch point, and uh, definitely understand how you can bring that to life, I think is going to be key. There you have it. Some great advice from Cynthia if you are just getting started or if you've been doing this for years and years, I'm really excited about this episode and all the information. Maryland Day sounds like an amazing experience. So we should all head down to Maryland Day <laughs> on the last Saturday in April. Did I get that right? Last Saturday in April? Last Saturday last in April, Saturday. Allison. And, yep. then, and then wish Cynthia well on the last Sunday in April <laughs> for her... For her much deserved renewal and rest after running such a crazy <laughs> event. Thank you so much, Cynthia. It really was fun to hear about all these things that Marilyn's doing. I appreciate it a ton, Allison. And the offer stands to you and all of your, your listeners. Let's do it. April 29th, last Saturday in April. We're there. Awesome. Thank you all for listening in to this episode. If you found the information valuable, please subscribe to the podcast and then share this episode with a friend or a colleague who might also find it useful. I'm also happy to share I'll be serving as the recruitment marketing track expert at this year's EDU Web Summit, July 18th through the 20th in DC, not far from University of Maryland. It's too bad it's not aligning with Maryland Day. But I'd love to see you there. And more info is available at edu.websummit.com. Thanks, everybody. Hey, all Zach here from Enrollify. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like other Enrollify shows too. Our podcast network is growing by the month, and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. Our shows feature a selection of the industry's best as your hosts. Learn from Mickey Baines, Jeremy Tears, Jamie Hunt, Jamie Gleason, and many, many more. You can learn more about the Enrollify Podcast Network at podcasts.enrollify.org. Our shows help higher ed marketers and admissions professionals find their next big idea. Find yours at podcast.enrollify.org.